You're listening to the Brent Ferris Podcast, a conversation designed to help you get one step closer. This week, we're going to be talking about your character and why it matters, how it can help you lead better and lead through the tough situations that come up everyday life. Thanks for jumping in. I'm coming to visit you, my favorite tree. To be honest, I've been planning... Your character matters. Um, your character matters a ton. It's hard to have a conversation about leadership without defining character. And it's also equally hard to have a conversation about character without defining integrity. So I'm, I'm going to kind of define those in before we get started into the conversation. Integrity is defined by this quality of being honest or having strong moral principles and moral uprightness. Uh, Webster's Dictionary kind of puts a, puts a definition of integrity as incorruptible. Um, firm adherence to code of especially moral or or artistic values and then character defines it is defined by uh, a mental or moral quality distinctive to an individual so when you start thinking about your character you got to start thinking about the things that make up a character integrity being one of those things that makes up your character and then leadership for the state of definition is the action of leading a group of people or an organization. So there's actually a place uh, in leadership that uh, defines character. Now, all of us have known a leader who has low character. We've all known a leader who's not very high in their integrity. And either we've seen the repercussions of what that can be, or we found ourselves leaving because of the inability to trust that leader or that that particular individual. And so character is so, so, so important. When we start talking about leadership, and if you are a young leader, if you are an old leader, if you are a leader in general and you want to be a good leader, potentially a great leader, the best thing you can do as a young man or woman right now listening to this podcast, the best thing you can do is start to per- to start to perfect your integrity and your character because those are the things that more often than not make a great leader. A lot of times um, when, you read, when you read about these guys who... Um, are leaders of these organizations. There's a book called Good to Great. You don't talk a lot about uh, you don't talk a lot about their work ethic, even though they certainly have a great work ethic. You don't talk a lot about these things that are intrinsically special about them. What they end up talking a little bit about is the integrity and character and how people wanted to work for them. People wanted to come to the table, bring what they have, their gifts, their talents, their their blessings to the table for that individual because of their strong moral code and their character. I've always heard character be described as if you were an engine, an engine needs oil uh, because of the friction that happens within the engine and the pistons, that friction can cause it to overheat. Well, the oil is a lubricant, a natural lubricant that causes that to cool down and helps keep that everything kind of kosher and reduces the friction. I've always heard that the engine oil is the character, like your character is the engine oil of life. If life is the engine, your character is the oil. and more so specifically that your your integrity is peace is the oil uh, you could have 5w30 uh, depending on your integrity or 10w30 and if you have no idea what that means that's okay but as a guy who used to work in an oil shop this really rang true for my life is because I I used to think about character man what is oil important for well it's important to reduce the friction I can actually think of times in my life where I let my character uh, be infiltrated or be overtaken by things that I thought were important Um, and actually my character was not very high in those moments and I had the most friction in my life there was the most 
there was the most combative nature coming at me and I felt the most tension in my life. But the stronger I pour into, the more I pour into my character, the more that I seek after God's will for my character, for my life, rooting myself in the Gospels and in the teachings of Jesus Christ. The more that I do that, the more that I find that my, my life is tensionless, where I don't have as much tension as I did when I was ignoring or in those times where I was not reading my Bible or the times where I was not pursuing my relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes, even me, I've done that before. I'm not perfect. Um, those times are the times that I find that there's the most friction, and I've often thought about my character being a reason for that. I also think that there's a conversation in, in that has to take place eventually. Where does character come from? Where do you get that? Is it is it something you're born with? Is it something that you just kind of fell upon, or maybe you fell into a pool of character? Or is it something that can be worked on? Is it something that can be chipped away? I think, I think we're all one or two decisions away from stupid. I think we all can find ourselves in a position where we would make a wrong decision or make an unwise decision that would drastically hurt our character um, if we stay, if we don't stay rooted in what builds our character. And I think one of the things for me that I found most effective was just reading the Bible reading the Bible and getting after the teachings of Jesus and the things that Paul would say. Um, there's a scripture in Galatians where Paul kind of talks in Galatians 5 where he talks about all the roots of, of, of these people without character, this, the roots of, of people who are chasing after evil and darkness. And if I see those things in my life, I know I'm chasing after the wrong things. And then right after that, he talks about whatever... You know, whatever is true, whatever is noble, is pure. He talks about this idea that if you're chasing these things, you will see these fruits of the Spirit. Um, and, and this contrast between the two things is quite, quite, uh, it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it just opens up your eyes. I mean, it's just a beautiful, beautiful revelation of conversation because when you look at this and you say, okay, if I continue to go down this path, this will be the outcome. And if I continue to go down this wrong path, this will be the outcome. Well, nobody would sit there and choose for themselves the wrong path if they knew the outcomes ahead of time. The problem is sometimes we just don't believe or listen to people who've gone before us who say, hey, you shouldn't go there. I mean, I'm a student pastor. I work with students all the time. When I tell them things or I say, hey, look, this is what you should and should not do, I can guarantee you that maybe one out of 60 listen to me. Um, but that one will understand something that the 60, the other 59 will have to figure out. And that's that you don't ever want to learn the hard way. It's never fun. It's never cool. It's never a great thing. And no youth pastor or pastor or mom or dad or anybody who loves somebody wants to say, hey, I told you so. You remember that one time we were having that conversation and I said, don't do this. And then you went out and did this. Told you. Joke's on you. Nobody wants to do that. And that's a big deal because I think a lot of the times when we come back to the root of where we're at, we got to come back to this idea of our integrity and our character because if we truly poured into our character, we would be more likely to listen to people who've gone before us. We'd be more likely to read the Bible and gather from it important lessons that can help us in our lives. We'd be more likely to build upon that character. We'd be more likely to build upon that integrity. And all of that will influence our leadership. I can think of a couple of big examples in my life where having strong character has won the day for me in leadership. And I won't go into too many examples, but I remember there was this one where this individual had come strong at me, very, very upset with me. Um, 
and it was kind of a misguided uh, frustration. I think I was the I was the around about opportunity. He was just I was just the person he could get mad at, and I think there were, there were some other things certainly in his life that were kind of going off the rails, and there were some other things that were frustrating him, and I think I was just the person it all came over on. And I remember being in this conversation, and first of all, it's never fun. You never like that. It's not it's not enjoyable to be there. But I remember sitting there and talking with my close friends and my wife and, and them asking me questions. Well, what do you feel? How are you feeling? What's going on? How are you exploring this? How are you examining this? How are you dealing with this? And I just remember seeing sitting there saying, you know, my character will win the day. My character will win the day. I've done nothing wrong. I, I have not done anything wrong. Um, another conversation actually was interesting. I, I had recently somebody had spread a rumor. And when people spread rumors, that's always a blast to have to deal with. Well, this rumor had said uh, some some things that uh, just weren't true. And in that opportunity, when I was actually confronted by the individual that, uh, not the one who spread the rumor, but the one who heard the rumor, when I was actually confronted, I was able to say in clear conscience that I had done nothing to, um, nothing that was said about me was true, that I had done nothing to impede this individual, I had done nothing to slander this individual. And I think all of that came because of my character, where it was very easy for me to be in a conversation where people were saying some things where I would just say, guys, I'm not going to do that. Um, all because of the strength that was I was pulling from Scripture, because it's like when you know what's right, you don't always do what right. what's right. But when you understand this is the outcome of what happens when you're right, you continue to practice those things. And as a young leader, I found myself uh, through the teaching of, of my mentors, through their teaching, I've been able to avoid and even um, even under underride some of the things that have been uh, coming against me, the accusations against me. Uh, because of my character, I was able to rise above those and be able to take the high road. And then it turns into a leadership opportunity. When you have an opportunity to lead, and you have an opportunity to teach people, hey, this is how we actually are going to do that going forward. This is not the appropriate way. You did not take the appropriate steps. If you have an issue, you should have come to me. Or if you thought I said that, you should have come to me. You should not have spread the rumor. Because those are the ways that the rumor weed gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden, you called somebody a big, fat, ugly face. And what you really just said was, oh, man, I think they're working tomorrow. You know, it's just this weird, how do rumors start? I don't even know. But... The appropriate way would be to come back, you know, I think it's in Matthew where it says, you know, hey, don't go out there and form a case against your brother. If you've got an issue against your brother, go talk to him. And by that, he was talking about your brother in Christ, your brother, sister in Christ. Like, if you've got an issue, go talk to them. Get after it. You know, men and women of high character will do that. Men and women of high integrity will do that. And once more, if a person has high integrity and high character, when you approach them in love, and humility and say, hey, this is what I heard. Is this true? You'll be able to fight through that conversation with them and they will not push you as far away as most people might because they won't be defensive because their character will have won the day. Now, on the other hand, I have known people that I've come up against that I've said, hey, I've heard this is what was said. This is what happened. Is this true? Is this something that you're feeling? Is this something that's going on? Help me kind of see the blind spot. And in those conversations, it actually has proven to be true. Well, then it's a whole other opportunity for you of high integrity and character as a leader to lead by example and say, well, this is where grace and forgiveness come in. Um, and if you have a hard time understanding grace and forgiveness and you call yourself a Christian, then you got to look at the cross because all of us deserve punishment 
All of us deserve death, but Jesus took that on. And so being able to accept that punishment, being able to accept that grace and forgiveness, being able to, um, being worthy, I'm sorry, of the punishment, but being able to accept the grace and forgiveness of Jesus Christ on the cross allows me to, the only those people who have accepted grace and forgiveness know how to give grace and forgiveness. So if you have, find yourself, you're having a hard time forgiving, or you have a hard time with grace, maybe it's important to really look at the cross and accept that for yourself because that's kind of a piece of the puzzle that's that's missing. Now certainly we're not covering every topic of character, integrity, and leadership. But this is one topic, especially if you're a young leader, especially if you're a young individual, this is your first time exploring scripture, this is your first time exploring um, what it is, how to be a man or woman of God. Um, this is a great opportunity for you to explore your integrity, explore your character, because it will only help you in your leadership in the future. This has been a conversation with Brett Ferris at Brett Ferris Podcast. I'm so excited that you guys are here. If you're interested in any of the music information, as a good friend of mine used with permission, her name is Megan Tibbetts, T-I-B-B-I-T-S. All of her stuff is on iTunes. You got to check it out. We're going to be continuing this conversation in the next couple weeks. Uh, if you have any conversation topics, most of you listening have contact with me or you can email me. Uh, get a hold of me, email me, throw me a line, let me know what you want to talk about. I'll do my best to explore them and, and present them the way that I understand it. I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. I'm coming to visit you, my favorite tree. To be honest, I've been planning it for.